Hi, I'm Annabelle from Team S. Join me in subscribing to the iCraighead podcast. Hello, I'm Martin Kane, and welcome back to the iCraighead podcast. If there's one role that is particularly important and seriously demanding in the school, it's got to be that of head students. Today I uh, had a chat with Emma and Millie, who are the uh, head girls of Craighead for 2020, and this is how the uh, conversation went. Alright, well I'm here with Craighead's 2020 head students. Uh, Millie and Emma, thank you very much for a great have a chat and yeah, um, right. yeah, it's uh, and giving up your lunchtime as well. I'll just point mm-hmm. that out it's for no those problem. who are listening. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so let's start at the beginning. Tell us um, each of you, maybe Millie, if you start, um, tell us about your your upbringing and what you did as you progressed through Craighead. Yeah, so I am a city slicker from Tomorrow. Growing up with three older brothers, so moving to Craighead was a bit of a change just because I was used to a co-ed school and always being around boys, so quickly adapted to that and found my passion in sport pretty early on, starting with netball and basketball, and that's where I met a whole lot of my friends that I still have now, and just students from across a range of year levels. Um, that's pretty much what has given me the opportunity to meet so many new girls. So um, um, I love my sports and just finding a balance with my schoolwork and really pushing myself to the best of my ability with that um, has really helped me progress and find what I'm passionate about in the classroom. Did you start at year seven or year nine in Spanish? I started in year nine. Yeah, was the only one for my school, so... That was a big change. <laughs> Excellent. Emma? Well, unlike Millie, I've moved around kind of my whole life. So I was born in Invercargill, but then was living in Tamaru for the first maybe three years of my life. And then we moved down to Hawea and then back to Tamaru and then moved down to Invercargill for most of my primary school years. And then we moved back up to Tamaru in time for me to start year seven with my twin sister. So, like Millie, we really knew no one here because we moved from out of town, so it was quite a daunting first day, but it's worked out well, which is good. Um, Through my time at Craighead, I've kind of just tried to be as involved as possible in a range of different things, so like choir, kapahaka, debating, all that sort of stuff, and then around year nine, I started rowing, which I guess, like Millie, was a big passion of mine sports-wise, which took up a lot of time, but it was worth it. Mm. Magic. Right, so the question from Dia. What was the process of being the head student? Well, I think it's been the same for a long time, but it starts off with having to write a letter saying why you'd want that role and why you'd be good, and then you have an interview with Miss Graham and a few of the other members of staff. I think we've Lucy or Rev Josh was at ours, I can't quite remember who it was, but yeah, I think that mm. was kind of two big things. Yeah, the voting process mm. definitely makes a big difference, so you do put your name forward and then depending on how the vote goes from students and staff, 
then you'll find out if you get an interview or not. And I think this year, if you are going for those head student roles, then you do have to speak in front of the school, which is a great, I think it's going to be yeah. good because you'll get the chance to speak in front of a big audience and realise if it's for you or mm. if it's not for you. So, yeah. Had you done a bit of speaking in front of the crowds before you became head students? Um, yes, so I've done, I've got my speech and drama qualification for, um, it's a New Zealand recognised qualification, so that definitely helped me a lot. Um, otherwise, I had done a few little bits and pieces and notices in assembly. I had debated once in assembly, so all those little things do add up and help you get to where you are today. Yeah, my speech or public speaking background was basically just school speeches, um, the assessments, so I was quite nervous about how much speaking I'd have to do this year, but it's kind of the type of thing that the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it, and I don't really get as nervous anymore because of just the amount of time we've had to get up in assembly and just speak or say thank you to someone. So you just kind of get used to being able to think on your feet or just the way you should present stuff that keeps people kind of interested in what you're saying. Awesome, thank you. Um, So just... Go through, uh, on your average day, um, 2020, what what is the day in the life of a 2020 Mm. head girl? I think depending on the time of year, it changes a lot. So at the start of the the year, term one, we were busy um, doing lots of little bits and pieces and you really learn to value your year 13 study periods. That's when I found I got a lot done. Um, in terms of being head girl, you'd write lots of wee speeches and things for assembly, sort out um, articles for newspapers and magazines. Um, but other than that, the day kind of works around the, what Miss Graham or other staff require of you. So you'll get lots of emails or a few emails just popping up with staff um, wanting to get in touch and see what you want to do around different sort of things. So it can be different every day. Yeah, and once a week we have a meeting with Miss Graham just to go over what's happening in assembly and if there's anything else that we have to do for the week or if we've got a particular part to play in assembly, so introducing or thanking anyone. But yeah, it really just depends on the time of year. So it's not too busy now, Mm. I wouldn't say, but I imagine it would get quite busy in the coming few weeks. Okay. Uh, We have a question from Lucy. What did you think a head student role would involve and what has it actually been like? That's a really good question because going into it, we sat down with Megan and Renee, the old head students, and they kind of prepped us a little bit for what to expect. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, a lot has changed this year. Um, missing eight weeks of school was definitely a big disruptance in the schedule and what we were planning to do, so just adapting to that. Definitely threw in a few curveballs, but kept everything um, entertaining, I guess. Yeah, I think what we've had to do in school has been what I've been expecting, like kind of the whole assembly side of it and then just the other little bits and pieces. But, yeah, having that time off school definitely was something that I wasn't anticipating that we'd have to deal with or have to kind of lead and switch to leading online. Um, so it was a little bit challenging, but I think it's a good experience and you kind of learn how to deal with situations that change so quickly. Mm. 
Thanks. Change this round because you, you've brought up COVID nineteen, <laughs> and uh, that was completely unforeseen. Obviously, you yeah. had no idea. So, uh, tell us about the adaptation to online leading. Did you find your jobs dropped off because there were fewer speeches to do, or where what changed? Well, I don't think we did drop off that much because we had to start thinking of all these new ways that we could like our leadership team could be engaged with the school so we had to come up with all these video ideas and little challenges or there was one day that they did a wee Instagram workout with the girls so it was just coming up with lots of different ways that we could kind of still be active and engaging with the other students while still kind of acknowledging the social distancing and the COVID restrictions and everything. Yeah I think for me and Emma we made lots of little videos to post on our Instagram pages, which I found a bit difficult because I personally, I was just saying to Mr King, it'll be interesting listening to my voice on this podcast because once I filmed those videos during lockdown, I was like, oh, do I like it, do I not? But um, So that, that was difficult, but everyone adapted really well and all the other Year 13 leaders and Year 13s in general helped us out and just... We all adapted, and yeah, it was actually all right. I didn't mind lockdown. Yeah. It did go on for a bit too long, but it was all right. You spoke of a leadership team. Um, So as head students, do you lead a team of leaders? Look after that? Um, Not. We don't as such look after them because everyone has their kind of specialised area. So the house captains lead the houses and performing arts kind of cover that area of the school, whereas... I think Millie and I are just more general, but if we ever needed something done, then we could always go to the other leaders, and it was always a guarantee that someone would step up and help us run something, especially if it was something that their kind of area would be interested in. So with that Instagram live sports idea, we took it to Christy and Angel, who are our sports captains, and they just completely took control of it, and it was really cool to see because... It was them getting to do their own wee leadership thing in a time where there wasn't much sport being played. So they were still getting to be involved with their role too. Brilliant. Changes to the school. So we had uh, we moved into Kriagiraki. We um, uh, Assemblies changed a little bit as well. What Did you find any extra challenges during that time once we got back? After I, yeah, I think with the smaller number of assemblies we've had, it's definitely been a bit harder to get your point across all I know term themes haven't been focused on too much just because we haven't had the time to really enforce them and um, give students ideas on how they can work around them so on that front it has been difficult but I do believe we've um, worked around it to the best of our ability. Yeah I loved Kriagiyoke I think it was such a good way to start your morning in my house to tell me that we really got into it towards the end of it so it was just a really fun experience and it was just something that we hadn't really done in school in the past like we have house choir but I'm kind of not afraid to say that nobody is overly enthused about that as such like everyone really loves it on the day but it's all the practices leading up to it that people kind of um, probably aren't the nicest to the year 13 leaders but everyone got behind and it was really enthusiastic and good to see Great. All right, question from Belshi. 
What challenges have you faced this year as Year 13 head students? I think it's all about balancing your workload. You do get quite a few things that you weren't expecting that pop up and it's just about um, deciding whether or not you can do it or whether it's best if you delegate it to someone else to give a go, for them to give a go. Um, And yeah, just making sure that you don't spend all your time focusing on your schoolwork and um, your role as such. I really value spending time playing sport you know, going for a walk, reading a book, just having a bit of time out so you don't burn out in the long run. Yeah, following on from what Millie said, it is as busy as you make it, so you can choose whether or not you want to add in a whole heap of new things that are going to take up a lot of your time. So it's just knowing where your boundaries are and how much you can take on without kind of drowning yourself in all this work that you have to get done which has been a bit of a learning curve, just knowing where my limits are and how much I can personally do without kind of compromising everything by doing too much at once. Have you been comfortable saying no? It's definitely something I have trouble with just because I know I really like to perfect things and do them really, really well. And sometimes I'm a bit stubborn in giving other people the opportunity just because I know what I can Mm. achieve. But you learn to be able to do that and it does pay off because you'll thank them in the long run having a bit more time for yourself. Yeah I'm not really someone who's used to saying no I try to keep everyone as happy as I can so if that means helping them out or something then of course I'd do it but yeah I think it is kind of going oh maybe this person would be able to help you better with that because I don't really have enough time to dedicate to helping you right now. And working with other people's Mm. skills because at the end of the day there are lots of students in the school that can do such a great job with the opportunities you give them. Do you feel your study has been affected by the amount of time that you've had to give to head girls, I mean to to the role of head girl? My grades so far this year are about the same as they have been in the past few years so in that respect no, I've just found that I've had to be a lot more conscious about where I'm putting my time and what I'm choosing to study. So instead of maybe doing a subject that I enjoy as much, I've had to focus on more ones that I struggle with to make sure that I'm keeping up to date with them and that I don't fall behind and get lost. Yeah, as Emma said, my grades I don't think have been affected too much by my role. It's just learning to balance your time and Mm. know where your priorities are and just remember all your deadlines, pretty much. All right. So, first question from our first Abby. What is your favourite song? My favourite song? Oh, that's a good question. It's a hard one. I don't really know. I really like Jack Johnson. He's quite like a mellow. He plays the guitar. Just really easy to listen to. If you're studying, I recommend him. He definitely, he's nice to listen to. Yeah, my favourite song probably changes like three times a week. <laughs> I don't even know what it is at the moment, but if I find an artist, like I really like Billie Eilish or Lord when I'm trying to focus because I've kind of listened to the music so much that I can really zone out to it. So it's good when I'm studying because I'm not kind of being distracted by all the sounds that are in my ears. Fair enough. Um, in the role of head girl, are there any special jobs that completely others 
just may have no concept of things that they just didn't think would belong to head girl but came come up in the role you know yeah I think lots of people don't realize that we have um, the meetings with Miss Graham and take a bit of time out of our class out of class to meet with staff I know um, some students will be like oh where were you um, in geography and I'll be like oh sorry I was just sorting some things out but yeah there's there's, there's definitely stuff that um, gets done behind the scenes that no one sees other than Emma and I and some staff members but it's all part of it if you were starting Cray Kid again, what advice would you give to yourself? Well, for me in Year 9, I think I was quite a shy girl. I didn't really like putting myself out there that much. I kind of stuck with the people I knew of it. But I definitely tell myself to be more confident because no one really remembers Year 9 anyway. So you just got to try to make friends with a good group of people that will support you all your way through and you'll be sorted for the rest of your year so just have the confidence to go up to someone and start a conversation with them. Yeah definitely about putting yourself out there and honestly just surrounding yourself with um, the people you want to be friends with mm-hmm. and I think giving every opportunity you get a go because there's one thing I regret it's probably not um, maybe some sporting opportunities I would have liked to give rowing a go just those things you look back on so mm. yeah, take on any opportunity you get, it's my advice Lovely and a question from Nora What's the best piece of advice you've learned while your time at Craigkid? That's a hard one just because I have a really shocking memory but I think yeah, it just goes back to making the most of every opportunity that you get given and sometimes the opportunities might not be the most obvious but if you go looking for them then they're definitely there like it's like with sport if you really want to do well in your sport well then you have the opportunity to you just have to push yourself and be really dedicated and you don't know what could come with it like representative things or winning your local competition or whatever it is but yeah, just to go looking for the opportunities because they will find you and you will benefit from them. I think Emma's taken the words right out of my mouth. Um, yeah, opportunities, opportunities. Yeah. Magic. All right. Um, plans for 2021? You're going to leave at the end of this year? I know, it's a little bit sad. I keep thinking about how this is my last term of walking around the Craighead grounds and I get a little bit sad. Mm, definitely. It's a little bit surreal. And what are, you, what are you off to next year? I'm going down to Dunedin, going to the university down there and I'm planning on studying health science with the goal of getting into medicine school so hopefully that works out alright for me but it's going to be another hard year next year. Mm. Good luck I'm also going to the University of Otago hopefully to complete a Bachelor of Commerce if I find that that's what I really like and is what I want to do. Um, looking into economics, finance and accounting. So that's the plan today. <laughs> and it's probably subject to change, but we'll figure that one out in the future. Good one. And uh, finally, approaching the end of the year, we've got a couple of speeches to give at the end. Um, 
So uh, you started your valedictory speeches? Yes, I've, I have a few ideas down and a few dates and things, but it is still definitely a work in progress. Yeah, I have, like, really, I have a few, like, one-line sentences I actually sat down in one of my chemistry studies today and started writing it, but I think I only got my wee dear student staff <laughs> guess and fellow yeah. year 13s down, and that was it. So it's off to a little bit of a slow start, but it'll be done by the time final assembly rolls around. Mm. Hey, look, thank you very, very much for your time. Thank you for having us. Yes, really appreciate it. And once more, thank you very much, Millie and Emma, for giving us some time to talk about the role of head students at Craighead. It's certainly a very interesting role and process to get into, and you have uh, certainly done us proud over this year. Uh, Having you has been some uh, pretty fantastic as far as uh, head students go. So for the listeners, this is just one episode of a number that feature on the iCraighead podcast and one episode of a number that are going to be coming up soon. If you want to be notified about podcasts as they appear, then follow or subscribe on Spotify or iTunes or just about any other audio feed. The podcast itself takes a little bit of money to run and host, So if you would like to contribute anything to that, you can head to patreon.com and contribute as little as a dollar a month to help support this podcast stay on the air. So until next time, thank you for listening and stand by for the next episode of the iCraighead podcast.